Great to have you joining us for On The Pace on this Thursday morning as we build up to tomorrow night's Bathurst Gold Crown Evening with four Group 1 races. Tab markets are available on all four Group 1s as well. We'll quickly run through them as well. Their races 5 to 8, so the quarty legs tomorrow night at Bathurst are those Group 1 finals. We kick off with the bracelet for the three-year-old fillies and Just Hope is all the rage there at $1.60 over Madrid at $3. That appears to be a two-filly race. Market. Then when it comes to the three-year-old boys in the chalice, it's the most open of the four group ones. 3.30 in favourite rip over. I am because of you at 3.70. 5.50 about small tees. $8 commander buzz and lightning down at $9.50. So that looks to be a race full of chances. The two-year-old fillies. Uh, $1.60 about Treasure Stride to take out the TR. $3.70 for Jewel Melody. Again, where well, we've just got two main hopes according to the market and the gold crown. It's race number eight on the card. And Petrarca, he's been easy. Went up odds on at around 160. He's now at to $2 from that inside of the second row draw. 440 second favourite Tardelli. 950 about our Sunset Delight has been uh, a runner with a bit of support. Better be the best is there at 750 as well. And Sweetheart Bart at $10. So those races to tomorrow night out of Bathurst. 10 races on that card if you can't make it on track which you should try and do it will certainly be a great night of racing sky racing active and of course here on sky sports radio will have all of the coverage last night at bathurst there were quite a few of the silver and bronze constellations of the gold crown carnival for the various age groups and genders but Amanda Turnbull really did steal the show last night. She had four winners on that card of racing, so she had a great night out, and you would be well ahead if you followed her across the evening. Tonight, we've got Penrith Racing this evening in its regular time slot, just the six races tonight, so a smaller card. And we do also have Tamworth this afternoon as well at Tamworth. It's going to be a busier afternoon with nine races. The first gets underway at 12.47, so don't miss that one. A little bit of an earlier kickoff time. Jared Alchin's going to have a really busy few days. He's got runners at Penrith this evening, or a runner at Penrith this evening. Newcastle tomorrow, Madrid now tomorrow night in that Group 1 gold bracelet. And then also some runners on Saturday night at Menangle. So a really busy few days coming up for the stable. But he's been kind enough to join us this morning to discuss a few of those major chances. Thanks for your time this morning, Jared. How are you? No worries. Thanks, Pete. Yeah, I'm good. Busy few days coming up. Yeah, we have got a busy few days. But, um, you know, it's a bit exciting. You've got the babies sort of starting to come through and a couple of older horses. So whenever you've got um, runners in the big races, it's exciting. Let's talk about your big race target this weekend, and that's a gold bracelet final with Madrid of $100,000 tomorrow night at Bathurst. You must have been happy with a heat performance on Monday. What do you make of, I guess, the Monday to Friday heat to final? And I guess the fact for her that she's sort of got to go back and forth, I would assume, as well. Yeah, it's probably not ideal, but I guess they've all got to do it. So, um, yeah, it can't, can't be helped, and... She had a really cruisy um, heat win, like she wasn't out of first gear. So, uh, like she didn't go quick time. She only went slow time and sort of dashed up the straight. So, it was a perfect um, heat for us. Um, she got through unscathed, and like, she's dead set jumping out of a box here this morning. Um, she's actually annoying me here this morning. She hasn't stopped kicking and rearing in her box. She's just, um, yeah, she's ready to go. I could could not have her any better. Um, the only better thing could be a barrier draw, but um, that 
out of my control. We'll talk about the barrier draw in a moment, but it was three and a bit weeks through the New South Wales Oaks where she was second to that heat on Monday. So she didn't do anything publicly between those two races, but I would assume she had a, a few days after the New South Wales Oaks, or how did you plot your path? And I guess from that run on Monday, even though it was a pretty easy effort, how much tighter will she be for the group one tomorrow night? Yeah, she'll be a lot tighter from that because we give her sort of nearly a week on the water walker after the New South Wales Oaks. And, um, yeah, she, she's a very athletic filly, so she didn't lose a great deal of fitness, but um, there's nothing like racing either, you know, like... We had her in the trial um, on the Wednesday before uh, Monday, but we opted to give her a private trial here instead. And Kim come and drove her, and um, she worked really nice. So, um, not that she was overextended, we just give her a little squirt up the straight. And, um, yeah, she was, she was very sharp. So, um, she was a bit fresh the other day, too. Kim said she got up on the chewy a bit. So, um, like, just through freshness. So, she never usually tightens the rein. It's just, um, just that first up for a few weeks and I think like she comes through a good like she she's a very heavy winded filly but for a heavy, heavy winded filly I've never had a horse with a better, better heart rate like the other day after her heat win she come off the track with a heart rate of 70 so um, she's just got an unbelievable heart rate and recovery rate so she um, she'll be spot on for, for Friday night now, by the sounds of that, uh, it certainly would have taken very little out of her, that heat performance on Monday. Just back to the New South Wales Oaks, because I guess it is the the form line that we have to take. She was second behind Just Hope in what was a bit of a surprise. But I guess when you look at the overall time, they've gone 54-9 and nine for the 2400, and the conditions weren't probably ideal for a quick time either. You must have been really still happy with her despite being beaten. Yeah, we were wrapped with her run, like... She actually went quicker time in the heat than what she did in the final, but it was a dry track um, where it was a it was a wet wet track in the final. But yeah, no, we couldn't have been happy with her. Um, I've got a lot of respect for Just Hope, like she's she's a champion filly, and just sort of she did put in a below par effort in the in the heat. Sort of, if she had gone good in the heat, we probably may have driven our filly a bit more a bit different in the final. But um, just probably didn't give it enough respect after the after the heat run, um, and sort of we thought there was probably a race in two or more Avida and our filly and probably drove our filly accordingly. Um, so probably come back to Hornet in the long run. We, it just goes to show that they can all put in a below par effort um, because she bounced out in the final and went what she can. So. Um, yeah, but I think all credit to her. Like she's been a, like a really good filly at two and now at three. So um, it was just for, on our behalf. It's probably a bit of a shame that it's drawn inside of us on um, on Friday night. But we just got to be better. With all that in mind, how do you beat her then? In your mind, um, I guess the way the race is going to pan out, it's going to be difficult to beat her. Um, especially the way the barrier draws have panned out with their other horse drawing one. Um, so I think we're just probably going to come to the fact that we'll probably be sitting outside and just hope that we're better than it. Um, not sure whether we are or we're not, but I guess time will tell all I know is my Billy is fit, 
healthy, well. Um, I couldn't be happy with her. we just got to hope that we're good enough now. That's a group one tomorrow night, the Cobbett Equine Farm Gold Bracelet final. You've also got another runner on the card in the Gold Crown Gold Consolation. And this is actually great money for a consolation, $50,000. So it's certainly not the end of the world that my ultimate Jacko has ended up in this race. You must be happy with how he's progressing because he just seems to get better each and every time. But you're probably not overly happy with the draw. Um, no, I think the draw is probably not that bad, actually. Um, it, it, it could be all right, I think, that draw. Um, but, yeah, I was absolutely over the moon with his run in the heat. Like, they went, he done all the work in the race. Um, he chased the runaway leader and then popped out and sat outside it in the quickest time. And he carted Tardelli into the race and it only beat him a length. So he actually really surprised me the other day how good he, how good he went, how much he's improving. Um, so I think with even amount of luck, he'd probably be too good for them on um, on Friday night. He's just he's just on top of his game at the moment. So um, no disrespect to the others, but yeah, I think he he was probably unlucky not to get into the final, and probably would have been would have been a, an outside chance in the final. Well, with the fact that you don't think that it's a, a terrible draw after all, do you think there's a possibility that Prince Louis leads up then? Yeah, I do. Yeah. All right, well, that wouldn't work out too badly at all if he was leaders back because he does seem to have quite good speed. He showed that in the sapling stakes. Yeah, he's very quick. And his run at um, Newcastle a couple of runs back was, was terrific. Like, he um, went a back half in 55 racing the older horses and sort of only got tired a little bit late. So he's got wicked speed if he doesn't have to do too much early. But he proved the other night in his, um, in his heat run that he can do a bit of work as well so um, I think that'll hold him in good stead for races down the track um, now that he's getting a, a little bit stronger I thought he might have been a bit weak early on and just, just fast but he's um, he's really starting to improve and strengthen up a bit so we've got um, a few races in Queensland coming up for him after this race so this will probably be his last race in New South Wales and then he'll probably head up to Queensland that's tomorrow night at Bathurst. What about tonight at Penrith, my ultimate Levi? Is it his opportunity to break through for the first time this season? Yeah, I think he gets his chance. He's probably been a little bit unlucky um, this whole preparation. He hasn't had a great deal of luck. His first start, um, he sort of got caught outside the leader in quick time and sort of faded late, which probably is not his go. And then his next start, he got knocked over and took no part. And then we started him in the New South Wales Derby and he got knocked over in that too. Um, so he's had no luck and then last week he was in an awkward position and found the line really strong. So um, tonight with a good draw, I'd expect him to go very close. That's tonight. Let's, just to confuse the subject a little bit more, go to tomorrow at Newcastle. You've got a couple of your olds going around the first race on the card. I guess it's always... A question mark with first starters. You had a great season with your two-year-olds last season that are now three-year-olds, but are either of the two that are racing tomorrow at Newcastle uh, giving you good indications for the future? Yeah, I'm really excited about um, my ultimate Snowy. I think he's, um, yeah, he, he's well above average. He's, two trials have been terrific, and um, he just, yeah, he's just got that little bit of X factor about him. Um, not sure how good he is just yet, but he's definitely showing um, 
showing plenty at home. So I think it's a good indication that Cam's going to do the double tomorrow. He wasn't going to go to Newcastle to drive them. And he um, saw that we put Snowy in and changed his mind. So I think that's a bit of an indication of what Cam thinks of him too. So I think... Um, yeah, I think he needs to keep improving. Don't get me wrong, like, like all the babies. But, um, yeah, he's got a little bit of X factor about him. And the other fellow, my ultimate Rudy, was by Sweet Lou. You've had some good success with this side. But uh, his trials have been bad. Maybe it's just the case of the horses trials. Yeah, they're totally different horses. Um uh, he, he's a typical. He's out. Of, he's by Sweet Lou, but he's out of a better delight mare, and, he, and he's really casual like the better delights can be. And um, I probably in his trial, I didn't really explain to Chris that well exactly how lazy he is. And we put a set of earplugs in him and, and no cord on him, and he was really lazy. So um, his trial was probably better than it looked when he ran second to um, to my ultimate Snowy. But his trial before that was really good too, and he. I think it might have only been an education trial, but it was, he, he ran some quick fractions at the back end of that trial. So um, he's definitely not hopeless, not quite as good as the other one, but um, yeah, I'd, I'd say they might be fighting out to finish them too. They're, I think they're gonna, it's going to go a, a fair way. That's a two-year-old. And then you've got two three-year-olds going around in races two and three, my ultimate Billy and my ultimate Chevron, both above average and will both go around as short price favourites. But out of tomorrow, what are their future plans? Um, my ultimate Chevron, um, he, we didn't have him long before he was in the New South Wales Derby. He sort of only had him a week and I didn't know a great deal about him. Um, I've had him a little bit longer now. So the, the plan was after the New South Wales Derby to turn him out and get him ready for the Queensland Derby. But because I wanted to get to know him a little bit better, I decided to keep him in work and... Um, just get to know the horse a little bit better. He's a little bit of a quirky horse, so um, we'll probably give him a couple of runs now and then look towards the Queensland Carnival with him. Um, and my ultimate Billy, he did things wrong in the New South Wales Derby, and um, he really disappointed me that night because I thought he would show everyone how good I think he is. He's probably a little bit below the real good ones, but I, I expected him in the New South Wales Derby to to run a terrific race and he, he made a couple of breaks and got really cranky. Um, I think that's the problem here in New South Wales leading into the Derby. We only race small races and then all of a sudden they've got to step up and race over 2,400 and a couple of them horses that can get a little fired up, they're not they're, they're programmed to run a mile as fast as they can and then you've got to get them to relax. Um, and, and he was in that boat where he struggled to relax a little bit so We've changed a bit of gear on him, and I think he's relaxing a lot better now. He, the other night at uh, the other day, sorry, at Newcastle, he relaxed really good, and um, I think if he can stay like that, nice and relaxed, and, and that I, he might even come to Queensland for the Derby as well. Although he might be just a little bit below them, I think he, he's not far away. All right. Well, some really good chances over the next few days not only in feature races but a few others to look to the future as well quickly before we let you go just an update on a few of the other stable stars my ultimate bar and a few of the other three-year-olds yep he's he probably fell into that category a bit as well about more racing and then having to go back to step up to the 2400 um he's a horse that loves to run and sort of we probably had him so relaxed for the derby that probably wasn't 
how he likes to race. So um, he's just had his first pass work back and he'll go towards the APG race. I think it's in about three weeks here at Menangle. Um, he'll go around it there and then he, he won't go to Queensland to the Derby. We've sort of set a different path to him. We might keep him towards the, the mile races. and um, So, yeah, we'll probably after the APG race might back off him and get him ready for then the South Wales British Challenge. All right. Well, he certainly didn't disgrace himself throughout the Derby series, but we know how lethal he is at the short trip. So looking forward to seeing him back there over the mild distances. Really appreciate your time this morning, Jared. Best of luck, particularly tomorrow night at Bathurst with Madrid. No worries. Thanks a lot. Jared Alchin there this morning. Several key chances over the next few days in a variance of races, but a good update there on Madrid because despite the fact that she's drawn outside just hot, we know how high quality she is and she's obviously in a great frame of mind and a great space. It's just about a little bit of hopeful luck in running tomorrow, but but she's got the right man in the bike in Cam Hart to assist her in getting the best possible trip. So that's Bathurst tomorrow night, 10 races. That's our feature card of the weekend. Mick Gearham will be aboard tomorrow morning at 10.30 to try and find some winners and no doubt he'll try and do just that for Bathurst card tomorrow.